Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Katie, and welcome to 360 View. This is where we explore a broad range of ideas on all things affecting your body, your wellness, and your mind. Welcome back to 360. So for today, what we're going to be having a little bit of a chat about is how we handle change and how different people handle change. Because generally we find that some people handle change really well, whatever that might be. It can be good change, bad change, little things that happen in their life or something more significant. And then some people can't handle it at all. They find that everything gets chucked in the air, they freak out a little bit, and they're not really sure where to go. So hopefully we can clear that up a bit for you today, give you some practical ways that you can look at change in your life and how you can handle that better, but then just give you some ideas as to what actually surrounds change and how we can how we can approach it a little bit easier. Yeah, and just to take a bit of time sometimes when you realize there's change in your life or things are happening, whether it's planned, unplanned, or thrown at you, is some sort of coping mechanism or some things to probably realize in what you're seeing day to day uh, to try not to get into a, a lull and be able to handle the highs and lows of the change uh, as far as doing that. So it's something that people assimilate with throughout their life. A, a lot of people we, we see when we're, we're younger, as we go through, uh, we're learning uh, what we're doing and how our schedules and how things happen. Change is a lot easier when you're younger. No, oh, it always is. You can certainly end up uh, bouncing with stuff because there's nothing set in stone. A lot of times uh, you're sort of uh, finding your feet. So so change is something that's going to happen. And also to, you know, traveling. Some people thrive on on that change and being able to do it. And some people don't handle it very well at all. That's no. a, We generally find it's more of a creative versus analytical thing. People who have that more open mind and that little bit more creative handle change excellently mm. and it's almost exciting. Whereas people who are more analytical and like to be organized and have everything planned down and know what they're doing on a day-to-day, week-to-week, down to years and years, notice they don't handle it as well when something gets thrown out that's unplanned. Yeah, because as soon as we get out of our normal, and we can't end up taking normal all the time. Sometimes someone's normal from last week or last month is different to their normal now. So you can't end up being continually looking at what was normal last month to what is new now. We've got to end up looking at it as opportunities sometimes that arise that you can end up taking a different road. You, you can end up making a sort of decision in that change to head down a different path and accept it and be open-minded to it and know not to be closed off. I mean, we're always going to have positive yeah. and negatives. Yeah, because it's approaching it with an open mind. So you can have a look at how you enter change, whether you prepare for it to be terrible before it's even happened. Mm-hmm. Are you preparing for this change to be atrocious and terrible and upheave your life and you're going to feel awful throughout the process before it's even happened? Mm-hmm. Everything in life has to have equal positive and negative in what's going on. So you can't have something that's all amazing, it's wonderful and there's no downsides at all, but you can't also have something that's terrible and without having good in it. Yeah. So it's about preparing for the bad but then seeing the good in it as well. And and realizing that there's got to be an equilibrium with that stuff. You've mm-hmm. got to be able to play on both sides of the fence almost and and sort of know which ways when it's good. You know, the glass half empty, glass half full thing is, is whether you're looking at stuff that way. And if you already enter it with uh, a thought of it's always going to be bad, mm-hmm. then it is always going to be bad because it's the same as if you're looking at buying a white car, that maybe you always see white cars everywhere. But maybe when you're looking at other stuff, you see other things or a certain type of car. You you can pick that good and bad out of stuff as soon as you see you it. Can you see can see what you want stuff. to see. Anything you choose to see, you, you're going to see. Hmm. 
And Subconsciously, you've already decided on that. Always. So that's when reframing a situation comes in. So the basic premise around reframing a situation is looking at it and then deciding how you want to see that situation and pulling out all of the things that you want to see and focusing on those. Because if you focus on those for a little while, then you see the whole other part of that situation that you might have been blind to before. It was there, but you just mm. couldn't see it. Yeah, that's exactly right, because you've got those clouded glasses on with always seeing either the good or always seeing the bad. And also, too, being able to sit back, and it only comes with experience as well, is when you can sit back with you've been thrown things at you and being able to be open-minded and take your own point of view on things as well, whether that change plan mm. being planned is you can either adjust and pivot from there where you're going to go. So yeah, definitely. And if you have that constant belief and you can develop that level of trust that everything is happening for you, everything is aligning for your benefit, if you know that everything that happens in your life happens for a reason and you have that trust, provided that you do focus on it and you're looking to improve your life constantly, everyone always has that aha moment. Maybe you quit your job or something terrible happened or you had some health issues and at the time it is devastating for you. You're always going to look back, whether it's six months, 12 months, two years, five years, 10 years down the track, and you're going to look back and go, oh, that's why that happened. Or I'm so lucky that that happened because without that, something amazing wouldn't have happened to you. So it's about seeing that in the moment rather than waiting maybe 10 years down the track to see that. If you can realize that something's happening for a reason, even though that you might not know what that reason is, at the time, it's going to serve you a lot better instead of being upset about that thing for 10 years. You can be upset for five minutes and then realize that something good is going to come out of this. This has happened for a reason. And sometimes you can end up seeing, you know, that whole thing of it's emotional for that 20 minutes when you hear that change to anything after that is self-inflicted. So you've decided to have an outcome of continually feeling bad for yourself for a length of time. And also to you're continually waiting for someone to either pull you out of that but you need to end up doing it yourself. You need to end up being able to see that because like we said before, your normal is not someone else's normal, is not anyone else's from there. So you need to be able to realize that this is what you're going through or this is what's affecting you in certain ways. You've got to be able to handle that from there. And are you upset because you think life should be a certain way and it's not? Mm -hmm. Because we only ever suffer when we think that life should be a certain way and something pulls us in the other direction. What we have to look at is, do you think your life should be that certain way because someone else has told you it should be? Or you've seen something else and that's made you think that that's how your life should be? What if it was better the other way, but you've been conditioned to think that this is how it should be? So as soon as you get pulled away from that, whether expected or unexpected, it seems like the worst thing in the world. And all of a sudden that evokes that emotional response and you get upset or angry. The thing is, though, also, too, is that's that's something then you can you can step up from there and suddenly realize that there's certain things you can control and things that you can't control. And knowing that outcome and being able to be movable or swayable rather than being stiff and hard like a board and not being able to, to move with that, uh, there's things that you can control and you've got to realize the things you can control and let go of the things that you can't control, the things that you're not going to be able to to hold on to and stop making mountains out of molehills when it's something that yeah. you totally can't control. Because you can't control outcomes. Mm. You can never control an outcome, but you can control all of the actions that you put in to what happens. So some examples of actions that you can control, things to do with your sleep, your eating and your nutrition, your training and your fitness and the amount of movement you get in. You can control your mindset, so how we're talking about reframing, and you can control your relationships in your life. So there's some actions that you can control. 
You can't control the outcome that comes from that. So you can control when you work out, you might target certain muscles and you might do certain things to look a certain way. So if you want something to grow in your body, you can target that. But at the end of the day, you can't control exactly how your body is going to look. Something might happen, you might have more stress in your life than you can handle, but you're doing all of this work, but you can't control the outcome of how that body's going to look eventually, just mm. as one example. And and also too, that's the thing when you, you may have set aside that your your goal or your, your um, control is as I'm going to train at midday this week. Every day this week, I'm going to make, I'm going to train. Suddenly, a uh, business meeting or something happens and you can't train. That's something that was out of your control. You had the perfect intentions of being able to train at this certain time every day of being able to put it in your schedule that that was your time to train, but you've had to plan for that change now. So maybe you know now that that's suddenly going to be thrown on your plate. I'm going to start, I'm going to try and train today at 10 o'clock because I know that's been thrown. I mean, that's something that you can put in place to get around what that outcome has been because obviously we can try and direct to what we think the outcome is going to be as far as for small minuscule things but not be ultimately in control of what's going to happen all the time and, and that's okay because we've got to be either side yeah how fast can you adapt to it if you can adapt, adapt. to having yes. a meeting at midday and going oh no i can't train at midday you have Two ways you can go. You can either go, I'm going to move something else and I'll train at five o'clock this afternoon. Or if you were planning to train at midday, that gets thrown in the air, meeting comes up, you can go the other way and, oh my goodness, you can't train. You're going to feel terrible tonight. Mm. This is thrown out my schedule. There goes my day. Well, then also too, that, that throws out people that you see probably for that afternoon because you're usually negative towards them of how that meeting's ruined. Or you've already walked into that meeting saying, I should be training now these people are taking away or whatever's happening here is throwing it out and taking it away from me. So all of a sudden you're not training and you're not giving your best in that meeting. You're not going to get the outcome that you need there. So you need to be able to adapt and overcome as quickly as possible. And the more practice that you have at it, the faster it's going to happen. And the more you can surround yourself with people that are then going to draw you back to that place of let's reframe it rather than dwelling in that bad place. Hmm. And also too, you know, that becomes then life experience as well. So as like you say, the more you do it, you end up going through it and you're able to adapt with things that you've experienced previously and how you're able to go to move with it moving forward. So hopefully that gives you a few things that you can have a little look at and a think about with reframing your situations, with recognizing change in your life, whether it's planned or unplanned and having a look at how you can control the things in your life that you can control and how you can release those preconceived ideas of how you think your life should be or outcomes that you think should happen when really we can't control them. Have a think about all of that and we will see you next week.